Ladies and gentlemen, the Daily Time Ticket is back with you once again, and this time I got a special one for you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the first episode of Summer! Summer's here, and I hope you guys are going to enjoy it as much as I am. I might end up doing a little bit less releasing of podcasts just because I want to be doing all sorts of activities, you know? And so should you. If you listen to the podcast, thank you. If not, I hope you're out there enjoying your summer. Today we got Rev Cook. Rev Cook's a longtime friend. I met him in high school. We wrestled together. The kid is a beast. Hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed talking to this man. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Rev Cook. Just like that. Rev Andrew Cook, how are you, man? It's been such a long time since I've seen you. How the heck are you? I'm doing all right, Yvonne. How you been? I'm pretty good, but we're going to get this out of the way. Uh, As the show's host, I go by Osni. Osni. Because Osni is my actual first name. (laughs) All right, Osni. I'm going to have to change that up a little bit. But it it doesn't matter. I I make it a point to everybody that's always come on here and calls me Yvonne, but I could care less, honestly. (laughs) All right, all right. Rev, you recently released a video, and you said something in that video that got me thinking. And I, I really liked what you said, and I've heard it before, but when you said it, it made me think... It, it's it rings true especially in this area Extra- ordinary people can do extraordinary things right mm-hmm. so you you were you kept saying that you were normal and that you hadn't done anything extraordinary and you wanted to do something that was out of you know out of what your comfort zone is kind of out of pocket yeah out of thing. pocket but you know it's i think it's it is hard to do around here but it's not impossible and I kind of wanted to ask you, in what ways do you see yourself doing something extraordinary while being an ordinary person? So, you know, I'm not trying to go straight for fame and celebrity like Drake or Selena Gomez or anything like <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> I don't that think like, anybody wants that kind of fame. That kind no. of fame's too much. Yeah, that's a little overheated. Yeah, you can't even eat at a regular restaurant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But something I wanted to do was there's been always a bunch of things that I've wanted to accomplish. Things I've seen online from friends, from others' experiences that I wanted to experience for my own. So I thought to myself, okay, what are all these ideas? So I started jotting them down. I did when I was younger and some things like taking an all-states road trip, taking an entire month and just going cover the continuous united states exactly 48 and then eventually the other two hopefully um going skydiving just simple things like that because you want to live your life exactly what it sounds like because way too often that i've seen are people that either get married young they're going to school they get a job instantly and to myself i think that is that's an awesome lifestyle like that's for extraordinary people that are willing to you know, create a family, create a business. It's not an easy thing to do. Of course not. It ain't. But then again, I've also seen people, when they got older, they had their own regrets. Thinking, 
man, I wish I went and did more with my life. I wish I ventured out more. I sometimes hear it from my own dad. Mm-hmm. So when I hear that, it just rings in my head like I need to do something that I can pass on to my own kids to say, hey, dad did this. Because I want to be a dad one day. I want to have my own family. I want to have my own job. But I also want to have those experiences to share it with others. Mm-hmm. You want to create your own your own story. My much. own legacy is. A thing I've always heard that I really like is your 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 life is a movie and you're the main character and you get to write the story. So you might as well make it a story that's worth reading or worth watching, because you don't want to be sitting in your deathbed looking back and like, man, I was 20 years old and soon as I was 20, I married the first girl I. I dated and we had kids and I was stuck in this job and it was some people do that that's for some people and some people I you know kudos to them because I I can't I dude I can't even talk to girls yet <laughs> you know everybody has a different pace the pace everybody's life's a different pace Rocky Balboa was working at a shipyard at like 25 or Sylvester Stallone was and then he wrote Rocky when he was like 32 and that's when he became famous so everybody has their own different paths everybody has their different uh time it's not what is it the race is uh everybody has a different pace that's for sure that's a, that's a guarantee that everyone's gonna run a different pace some people feel like they're ready for marriage i would write as right now hell no i'm not ready for marriage are you kidding me <laughs> dude i can barely take care of myself let alone a kid or somebody else oh trust me i feel the same way sometimes i'm like i don't even know how to make mac and cheese some days i'm just sitting here starving because i don't know yeah. what to do <laughs> yeah dude dude i had it so in college i had a fish right cool fish and it was pierre because he had a little mustache okay I, can't remember, I don't even know what the fish was but the fish ended up developing like back problems so he had it was a scoliosis fish and <laughs> it's funny <laughs> i laughed too when i saw him but just seeing him like i would forget to feed him and someone else would have to feed him. And then eventually I saw him belly up. And that made me go, okay, I am definitely not ready to be a father of any sorts. I probably can't even have a dog, man. Like, that's how irresponsible I currently am. Not ready for that kind of stuff. Hell no, dude. And it's, it, it. I think you do need to experience different things. You need to go out and have a life. You need to experience those experiences that you're talking about. But you also need to find the perfect balance of also working towards your future and having fun. You know, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. I know exactly what you're trying to say. So, keeping on the notion of that, you want to go out and you know do cool shit. What do you think you would also fall back on to build towards your future? So, of course, I want to go to college. I want to get my nursing degree and hopefully get a CRNA. That's dope. Just because. That is also something I want to do. I want to also provide a future for my family, but I want to have a future for myself, mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. No, it does. Yeah, I get what you mean. Somehow balance it between being able to do cool shit like that all the time, but at the same time, having the mindset to where, okay, it's not all going to last one day. I do have to work one day. I do want to have a family one day. But as of right now, I want to be able to have those experiences. So even if I am going into the workforce, I can actually have some thought process or some kind of experience that I can relate to other people with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, it's a weird, definitely a weird balance people have to do. Uh, and it's a balance I think everybody has troubles with, 
where some people go way too far to the right, some people go way too far to the left. And finding that sweet middle. You ever seen that yin-yang symbol? Oh, yeah. You have the yin-yang symbol where you have black and white and the two little little circles of the contrasting in the in each side, right? Look like two fishes. Everybody knows the yin-yang symbol. Oh, yeah. And I've been listening to a lot of YouTube videos from Alan Watts. I don't know if you ever heard of a guy named Alan Watts. He's a British philosopher. Or he was he was born in Britain and then he went to the to the, the Orient. He went to Asia and he learned about Taoism. He learned about Zen. He learned about Buddhism. And I've been learning a lot about that stuff and learning what balance is. And what he kind of goes is his his whole his lectures kind of touch on a lot of balance and how to balance your life. And a good way of doing it is if you see bad, you got to take it for what it is because that bad is going to show you what good is. You can't understand fully what good is going to be unless you've seen the bad. Exactly. That's why it's like you can't be sad without knowing joy. You can't be angry without feeling comfort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think entirely too often people think if they had it easy their entire lives that they'd be happy. And having zero struggle in your life would make your life somewhat easier. And it would be easier, but... After a while, you would you'd hate your life because your body needs struggle. You need something. You need force to push against you. You know, and we 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 were both wrestlers. Oh yeah, and that's that was such a good learning experience for me because it taught me that no matter what no matter what happens to you out there, you can bounce back. You're not gonna die. Some people die. You know, I'm gonna say the very rare. Everybody's less gonna die 1%. eventually. Yeah, less than one percent dies in a wrestling match. But once you go out there, nothing really that bad can happen to you. And whatever comes your way, you've been trained to withstand whatever happens. And I think that's a I think that taught me to be to look, go through life just looking forward. Not really looking back, going, all right, the nerves I've dealt with, I've already dealt with them. And I'm gonna. I'm in the match. I'm doing what I have to do. And once the match is over, that's it. You can put it behind me. Yeah, you can give it 100%. And then after the match, what's left is left. But all in all, you know that you gave it 100%. You gave it all your effort that you could. And only you know that too. Exactly. Nobody else knows that. You you know how hard you tried out there. And it kills you, man. It kills you when when you finish your match and you go, I think I could have done a little bit more. Or you feel like, oh, if I did that one move, then I could have probably gotten some more points. Just simple things like that. And that's that's kind of what it, it, it does go back to what you were saying earlier, where you don't want to have any regrets. You got to go full gun, man. You got to have fun. You got you to gotta experience life when it's in front of you. You got to kiss the girl. You got to go out there and dance. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know it exactly. So, Rev, this cross-country trip you want to have you want to take how long do you think it would take what how long is how long is just a road trip across the united states isn't it like a week or something just For, a, just to drive there and back yeah so you start oh. in la to new york isn't it like seven days by e- car easily if non-stop yeah i mean that's that'd be hard what do you think the funnest states would be some of the funnest states yeah who, who, who would you want to go to the most well I would love to visit L.A., of course, just to visit the main cities, big tourist places. New York, I would go see, like, the Big Apple, some Gucci stores, because you boy got to look fly. <laughs> you need to buy some Gucci? 
Well, who knows? Who knows? You Dude, don't buy Gucci. <laughs> don't buy. What? If, don't don't be that guy. Don't buy. I'm Gucci. kidding. Don't I'm buy kidding. Yeezys. I I don't I don't do that. I'm simple. I got a feeling that you would buy Gucci flip flops though. No. Yes, no. you would. Don't lie to me, Rev. You would buy Gucci <laughs> flip flops. No. You'd be that guy. Okay, I passed the flip flop phase when I came back home. Okay, I'm done with the flip flops. I'm good with kicks. I don't think flip flops are bad. Okay, okay, like for my white mother loving feet, like it don't look cute. You got some pretty pasty feet. More than I'd like to make. Is it like Colgate pasty or is it like eggshell white pasty? We're talking the door on my. All right, so you got an eggshell white pasty. Yeah. Dang, dude, you're a banshee. You're a ghost. Yeah. Does it look like you're floating when you're outside in the snow? <laughs> <laughs> sometimes dude how, so then when 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 would you plan on even doing it i was planning on doing it this summer kind of a bad time for it no yeah kind of i have an awful time for it we can go maybe you can hit different riots different that'd be fun oh yeah go visit the big <laughs> glow united states tour of all the cities that have been destroyed yes it it is it is you did choose a weird time to actually want to go across the United States. Have you seen? There's a picture of a robot. So they did this in Europe, right? And there was a robot that hitchhiked all the way across Europe. Yeah, and it made it all the way across. So they were like, "Hey, let's try that in America. Let's see if it see if it happens." It started in New York. It got to like Philadelphia, and then they found it on the side of the road. Everybody took parts off of it. There was graffiti on it, just to say. America's not the most heartwarming of places no. at times. It let's be for real. Like America, great country. The people were a little bit violent. Yeah. Yeah, we do have some there's some pent up anger there. Well, everybody's the 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 child of an immigrant, man. Everybody everybody that came over here was crazy. You went on a ship for like 3 months with people you don't know. You crapped on the ship. And you're all the way coming over here just for land. Can you imagine how crazy those people must have been? They're nuts. Yeah. And you'd imagine they'd have a lot of cabin fever after traveling that sea. Heck yeah, dude. What, can you imagine being cooped up in a ship for three months at a time with the same people? You would probably hate those people. And you don't have TV. You don't have... I mean, I'm assuming they had clean water. But how the heck did they... Mm, a lot of rationing. Oh, yeah, a lot of rationing, a lot of living veggies. With, living with rats? Oh, that would suck. Can you imagine how hard that life was, dude? It would Being suck. on the Pinto, the Santa Maria, then you get over here, and there's a bunch of Indians everywhere, and they want to kill you. Man, those pioneers were nuts. Yeah, and then we decided to rebel against Britain by throwing all the tea off the bridge. Off the bridge. Off the boats. They might have. Some dude probably threw it off a bridge. Yeah, probably. We're still not sure about that. Yeah, we weren't there. There wasn't any cameras around. <laughs> what if somebody do? Somebody did probably throw it off of a bridge, and they just said just made to make it sound like it was cooler. Threw it off of a ship. Just carried it all the way over there. Just didn't. Yeah, just to make a point, he's like, "I'm gonna throw it off of this bridge." Do you remember the story of the Boston Tea Party? How it actually happened? They dressed up as Indians, hopped on the boats, and started tossing all the tea off the boats. Yeah, I don't understand why they dressed up as Indians though. You know. Neither do I. Why Why would they do that? It's not like Britain would be like, wage war on Indians. Well, true. It's Dude, Americans are weird. But all in all, we get, the, we get our point across and we do what we need to do. That's true. That's very true. 
And I think that's kind of what your motivation is going to be when you become a social media influencer. Is that kind of what you would like to be? Would you like to be a social media influencer? Would you like to have like sponsorships and shit? You're selling like gummy bears for hair and fit tees. Honestly, like if it comes, it comes. But in my logic, I'm doing this just to help the kid out that's feeling self-conscious like I did before. And just get out of his shell just to do whatever he wants. Like you said, kiss the girl. Go on that amazing date. Go to wherever the frick you want to go. I don't understand that. How how are you self-conscious? How, how did that even come about? I mean, you always seem like you were pretty cool. You were very open and you were very outgoing. I don't, I don't, I never see where the self-consciousness came from. Well, the self-consciousness came over time because over time I always seen what other people were doing. And in my mind, I'm kind of a perfectionist. So that means, hey, okay, if he can do that, I can do it and I could probably improve on it. So then my mindset became, oh, he's got it better than me. Oh, she's doing it better than I am. It just started building up like that and on the outside i would become friendly open how i knew you how you knew me yeah but in reality i'd come home and i'm just sitting here just stressing my hair off which it's already coming off i don't like to admit it but it is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's why i'm always sporting just take it off man I'm telling you it's the way to go it's the move yeah just shave it all off but i always developed that and you know my brother of course sway Yes. I always looked up to him, even though he is my little brother. But I always had that self-consciousness with him because it always seemed like he was able to do things a lot faster than I was. So I was like, if my little brother's doing this better than I am, <laughs> what what exactly am I doing? Yeah. Like, what, what do I need to be doing? You thought you were doing something wrong? Possibly. Yeah, it's, it, it is a weird thing, though. But it comes back to it, it's everybody's has their own pace. Hey, maybe he just picked up on stuff a lot quicker than you did. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to find the steroid of get your ass up and get going, shooting it right in my arm and get the ball rolling already. It's a hard steroid to find. Yes, it is. It's a hard that, that steroid is a steroid that all farmers have around here. If you could bottle up how farmers get up every day for 365 a year, dude, and just bottle up that drive, it would you you you'd sell out of it immediately. Okay, your dad has it. Your dad has it for sure. And sooner or later, I'm going to have him on the podcast. We're going to talk, we'll talk farming. Oh, yeah. Right? But it's your turn right now. So going back to uh, you feeling your how you thought you were inadequate, would you say that's that's correct? Yeah. You, you felt like you weren't you weren't right for what you were doing or you weren't doing it as as, as it should have been fulfilled. Exactly. Right? You weren't you weren't doing it. What's what am I what's what am I looking for? halfway kind of you thought you were half-assing stuff not really half-assing things it was more along the lines of like i felt like i was doing my best but my best wasn't enough enough exactly that's a mental trap man it's a mental trap that only you have the key to get out of yeah and that's part of that's partly why i put the video out because this is now a live video to where people are watching, I've seen people give me the support that I need, the confidence that I need, and I know for a fact now, to myself especially, that this is something I've said, and you know my family, once we say something, we're not backing down, we're gonna do it, 
Mm-hmm. So this is kind of giving me not really a safeguard, but more of a push to continue on with the things that I promised I was going to do. Yeah, it makes yourself accountable. That's for sure. What I'm if you for. tell if you tell everybody, "Hey, I'm going to do this," and then you don't do it, you look like a fraud, or and then nobody's going to take you for your word anymore. I think it should. It, that's a good motivator, but it's not always the best motivator. Because the best motivator is if you have it in yourself. If you can just get up and do something and not have to tell everybody about it. I am a... I love attention. I'm an attention whore. That's why I do the podcast. <laughs> you know? I like I like letting people know, hey, look at what I'm doing. Tell me I'm doing it good. And, you know, as, as self-centered as it is, that's the way my mind works. And that's the way I've usually always been. I like people telling me, hey, you did good. You're good out there. So when somebody doesn't tell me that, I don't. I like feedback. If I don't get feedback from people, I'll either a stop even caring about what I was doing, or b just move on to something else. If at first I can't even speak English anymore. <laughs> if at first you don't succeed, <laughs> try something new. Yes, exactly. Just quit. Exactly. Quit what you're doing. <laughs> you will never get better at that one thing. <laughs> That's a lie. You should always keep trying. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm just giving you help. <laughs> so, it, do you think you will uh, have any 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 help in this, or is there any anything you've looked up, anything that you can reach out to people? Is there like programs you can do? I don't know. How are you gonna go about this? Because I, I know I have I have a basis of what you're gonna do, of what you want to do. You want to get your word out there. You wanna you want people to know that you're out there doing some cool stuff. But it's not just for the people you're doing it for yourself right mm-hmm. it's a, it's a again it's a weird balance that you're gonna have to figure out of going i'm doing stuff but i'm letting you guys witness it i don't care that you guys are seeing this i'm not doing it for you i'm doing it for me but i'm letting you in right is that is that kind am i kind of in the the zone of what you're aiming for exactly so how do you go about that man it's not an easy Route. Play. Yeah, route. route. That's route, Route's good. It's not an easy route. Well, it's kind of goes to show, like, what well, I kind of want to explain, like, what my daily life is. Perfect. It's called a daily time ticket for a reason. Punch in, punch out. Let's go through your daily day. How How does your daily day go? So, how my days have usually gone is I'm usually following around, following my dad around here at the ranch. Just fixing fence, checking cows, making sure the animals are doing all right feeding animals just doing what ranch life is Mm. simple things like that but i kind of want i want to get out of this norm because that's something my dad has taught me my brother my siblings all of our lives and i'm eternally grateful for that but now i want to take that and put it into my own spin of life as i said earlier i want to be a crna but i also want to do the stuff that i want to do isn't that something you want to do though that is something you want to do. You're not just doing that because you think the money's good. You're doing it because you want. I'm assuming you want to help people. Anybody that goes in the field of medical, I always see there's a light in them that I want to help people. I want to be help people when they're sick. I want to help people when they're hurt. Exactly. I see that. I see. I see that in you, Rev. I got this. I got this third eye right up here. I got my pineal gland, and it sees right through you, man. And I can. I see that you have that helpful nature in you. 
when when do you plan on going to school if you want to have this time off for a while for yourself to really find yourself when would you want to go back to school and what school would you go to i'd probably be going to byui for like the nursing program and then after that i would go and you don't want to get married early sounds like a trap bro Hmm. That's where you get married early. <laughs> hey, hey, okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> Trust me, I've been trying to do the hunting game. I ain't found any prize winners so far. The so. hunting game is hard. It's very hard out here, especially for you. You, well, you don't really have any neighbors, so you can't really get the neighbor girl. <laughs> uh, you're pretty far away from civilization out here. But yeah. you, I bet you really get to know yourself out here. Oh yeah. So, who is Rev? Who is your name is Andrew? First of all, yeah. My so room. just so people know, his name isn't actually Rev. His name is Andrew Cook. You were born Andrew Cook. Yep. And shortly after you were born Andrew Cook, you were nicknamed Rev Cook. Yep. <laughs> and you've gone by Rev ever since. After a week when I was born, it's been Rev since. You want to go into that story? How did you? How did you even get the name Rev? So it was kind of weird, just for the sake of it being, it went from Andrew to Rev something completely different mm. was my dad after a week when i was born my dad came into the room and called me rever a couple of times and shortened it to rev because when i would sleep i would snore and when i snored i sounded like the just a motor engine revving up mm. and for two years my mom refused to call me that she would just call me andrew <laughs> but i would never respond to andrew i would just only respond to rev and that's it that's it. And that's how you got the name Rev. That's how I got it. And it evolved into the Reverend. The Reverend. You would I that we would always call you the Reverend. That was uh, you were you were one of my favorite wrestlers to watch, just so you know. You know, put that out there. You were just fun to watch, man. You got out there, you feist little little brick house is what you were. Impossible to print. <laughs> impossible to pin. You have the strongest back arch I've ever seen. I don't know if it's still there, but if it is, people better watch out. You're impossible to pin. Can't pin you down. Well, still trying to develop that back since I got back from the <laughs> Philippines, but hey. Yeah, how was the Philippines, by the way? It was awesome. It The people there are absolutely amazing. And because of that, they've shown so much kindness. They've shown so much care. And plus, the healthcare there, I got to experience that firsthand because I experienced a lot from dog bites to cockroaches to my, half, my face getting blown up halfway. You got bit by a dog? Yeah. I think <laughs> out of those three, you got bit by a dog might have been the least cool. I should have asked. You got half your face blown off? Uh, You know what Quasimodo looked like? Yeah. Yeah, that. You look like that? I looked like that for a little while. What? How? Why? Because then a cockroach bit me in the ear, but somehow the infection went from my ear to my cheek, and that sucker blew up within a few days and swole half my face up, including my eye and half my lips. Bro, seriously? Oh, yeah. And this is also the country that doesn't believe in toilet paper, so. How, do, how did you survive? What'd they do? You grind. Was it a shaman? Did a shaman come and do some <laughs> stuff to you? No, I went to Dr. Dick L. Ong. Is that re was that really his name? Or I'm not kidding. I wish that was a joke. Dick L. Long? Dick L. Long. Were you like, I'm saved? <laughs> Dick L. Long, <laughs> I finally. Thought, I thought he was a colonoscopist. Ah, you son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, how... You, so what, there's just... Were you in a bed that doesn't have, like, the mosquito netting? I'm assuming... No. no? 
What the heck were you sleeping on? Just regular bed? Just a foam mattress about not even the width of your palm. Oh, man. Was there a door at least? Uh, yeah, but there was no roof. What? So, like, the rooms were what separate. What kind of a house is that? <laughs> so, the house, normal house, no air conditioning, just pure electric fans, and it was hotter than two muskrats humping in a wool sock mm. from day to day. That's pretty hot. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, can you keep going? But that's also part, that's part of the reason why I wanted to go back into the medical field was because I seen the health conditions from people living there, and I thought to myself, this sucks. This straight up sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, very few people actually have the required sanitary systems that we, as America, or like any first world country, is blessed with. That's why I kind of want to do this to help more people and to give more awareness to like, just helping would you like to do like a doctors without borders type deal if i could that'd be awesome because those guys they go into like the deep deep places that don't have like any health care we're talking the mountains and bras don't exist Zim- zimbabwe they go deep into the congo man have you ever heard of uh, justin wren's fight for the forgotten they build wells for the pygmies in the congo you know, that rings a bell, but I can't remember exactly. So Justin Wren is a UFC, or not UFC fighter, he's a Bellator fighter. He's a heavyweight fighter. And he, all of all of his earnings that he makes fighting, he puts it into building wells for the pygmies in the Congo. And he goes down there every year. He's down there most of his life, just helping out the pygmies in the Congo. And now he's got some crazy parasite in his brain that doctors can't figure out what it is because he went so deep into the jungle that it's something western medicine hasn't seen so they can't tell what's going on and he's still fighting yeah so if you guys ever want to learn something cool Justin Wren's Fight for the Garden is definitely a cool charity to look into since everyone's always trying to be very look how cool look how look what I'm doing look how look at my charitable donations that's a really good one to get into hmm so, what did you... Were you bedridden for a while when you had your face all? I still worked. You were walking around? Oh, yeah. Quasimo looking ass? Oh, yeah. Dang, I didn't. I didn't... That did not stop me. I would puke a couple times a day, but I just... Oh! I just said, screw it. Let's do it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm one person that I'm like, I don't care if my leg's chopped off or not. I'm still going to go visit this person. Did you have the option to not work? Were they like, dude, you need to need chill? Oh, yeah. <laughs> My part, my companion that was with me, he was like, "Oh, I think you, I think you might want to sit down." No, okay, we're gonna keep going. I don't care if my face looks like a friggin' circus balloon or something like that. Mm-hmm. I just because there are more important things in my life than my well well being. My well being. <laughs> I think that's what should be one of the top things you should care about is your well being. <laughs> you would think so, but I'm kind of stubborn like that. I prefer to help people rather than myself. If somebody's dying and I have the ability to help them, I will help them. But if I'm dying and they're dying, I'm probably going to help myself first before I can help them. You don't know when you're when a plane's crashing, you're supposed to get your own mask first and then the babies. Because the baby can't help you. Yeah, exactly. If you're crashing. Yeah, true, true. Jeez, Rev, you your mentality, man. How did you develop your mentality? 
how did you get that mentality of I'm going I'm just going to grind it out. Grind it out no matter how I'm feeling. I'm going to get up and do what I have to do that day to get the job done. Well, I guess you could say it started when I was younger. Living Okay, you drove how many minutes? I drove I drove uh, 3000 miles to get out here. Exactly. Yeah, I took two planes and a in a boat. <laughs> and then a spaceship. Yeah, it took it took a while. Yeah. But living out here, you don't really have that much contact with outside people. You don't really do much, so you learn how to work. And thank heavens for my dad. He brought me and my brother out every morning, early in the morning, to feed calves, to go out, to go vaccinate, to go brand. And because of that, I just slowly developed, like, okay, this is what I need to do. I don't care how I'm going to get it done. I don't know what kind of tools I need, but I know I just got to get it done. And because of that, it just kind of snowballed into this form where I don't care what will happen to me. I don't care how it's going to happen, but it will happen when I want it to happen. See, this is what I wanted to get out of you. This is what I want people to hear. Because this is you, man. Like, I've always known you had this thing inside of you that that if people could understand just how cool a person you are because you're a cool dude man I, i've always enjoyed being around you you've all you've always had a smile on your face no matter like if you lost or if you won it was always the same mentality of like hey i'm having fun i'm out here i'm doing i'm doing me i'm doing rev and dude i think the first time i saw you you were like in seventh grade and i saw you and i was like that kid there's something about that kid I don't know what it is. You carry around this little little backpack. I can't remember. It was like a folder backpack that you sling <laughs> over your shoulder. It's like this kid's got something about him. I don't know what it is, but I guarantee we're gonna be friends. Lo and behold, here we are. You're a cool dude, man. I'm telling you, I don't. And I wish, I wish you could. You, you were better at expressing how you feel because you seem like you're kind of you're very reserved. You're a very reserved person. So what what helps you get out of your shell? If you okay, this is this is perfect, right? You want to get out of your shell, right? Oh, yeah. So if you were to get out of your shell to to let other people know, say there's another shy person across the table from you, just like we are right now, okay? I'm a shy person, and I'm not opening up to you. How would you tell that person, hey, just be you? Hold on a sec. My phone is right, going. This phone's going. Give, give us one second, people. If it's I'm okay. Saying this? Okay. <laughs> no, I tell only... me the story. I want to know. So another thing was because this whole COVID bullshit was going down, mm-hmm. all four missionaries had to leave the Philippines, and we were only required seventy-two hours to get out, or we were locked in. And the building we call an MTC Missionary Training Center in Manila was only supposed to house a couple hundred. We had a couple thousand in there. Kids lying on concrete floors in the gym. Just stacked on top of each other pretty much. Dang. And we had six charter jets filled to the brim with a bunch of white folk just heading straight back to the U.S. Dude. Yo, the Esther's got bank. Planes? Planes. <laughs> Multiple planes? Multiple pl- Dude, it was nuts. Dang, dude, that's, that's pretty cool. 
Were you like, this is something out of a war movie? <laughs> I I thought it was either a war movie or a James Bond movie where it's just like, okay, because we needed to we needed to stay hush hush about it because the whole social distancing thing, two meters from Each your other, nearest neighbor, yeah, six feet six feet apart. I'm not good with meters. Meters. Okay, <laughs> sorry. That's what I've been used to for a little while. But yeah. It was crazy like that. We were just stacked on top of each other. How close are the Philippines from from China? I don't. I'm not good at geography. Um, it's actually really close to Japan. Probably around less than a thousand miles. Around a thousand miles. Oh, it's not that far away then. No, it's about from my house to your house. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe to my neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> I drove down a freaking gravel road and almost slid off of it like three times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at driving gravel. <laughs> Just so you know. No, some people know. No, it's all good. Dude, are you are you do you think you'll uh you think you'll find your wife up at BYUI? Think you'll find love up there? Only God knows. And as far as I'm concerned, I'ma just trust his judgment because I'm I'm just trying to do what I feel is best. And if she comes along, hey, she comes along. If not, I'm perfectly fine waiting. I'm a patient person. You ever been in love, Rev? Oh, you ever getting, been in love? We're getting into the deep stuff. We're not going to say any names or anything. Yeah, okay. I, I'm not even going to cover people. No, you're good. I'm no, talking about the feeling of love. Have you ever felt the feeling of love? I would like to say I did. Yeah. I think there's different kinds of love, and you're thinking of one in particular. And I don't know if I felt that, but I know I, I know I know what it should feel like. And it it it's it's hard to explain, isn't it? Isn't that kind of hard to explain? Yeah, I don't. It's not really a pinpoint feeling. It's more of just multiple feelings at once, kind of kind of a combustion of everything going on. It's funny how they say you're falling in love. You're falling for something you know when you fall you lose control i think it's i think that's kind of cool that you're losing your you're losing control when you fall in love so because you can't handle it by your own you can't really grasp onto anything of your own you just let it happen i think it's more of a how would i put it when you fall in love you 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 surrender yourself pretty much you give somebody your all, and you're like, "This is this is me. I give myself to you." And then that other person either reciprocates that or they don't. It hurts. It sucks when they don't. Okay, but we're gonna look at the bright side. Let's say they do. You're with that person forever, right? You're with that person like day and night. And when you're away, away from them, you you know you're sad. You you constantly want to be around those people or that person when you feel true love. When you left here. When you went on your mission for for what two years? I guess you did you did a short one, right? Uh, shorter, shorter because of the virus. Yeah, but, but when, when you when you left, uh, I assume you you really understood what love was for people who you loved and who you loved dearly, leaving those people behind. Yeah. How did you deal with being away from them? So it's not really that they need to be there for you to love them. This was my philosophy about it. I was sad when I had to leave, like, family, friends, friend, like, people that I cared about. Mm -hmm. But deep down, I actually knew for myself that no matter the distance, no matter circumstance, 
it will never change the feeling that I have for them. It will never change how I perceive them, no matter what they do, no matter who they are. I know for a fact that I love them because of what they've done for my life and for what they can do for me. Mm-hmm. And they'll always be there, too. Exactly. They'll always, they'll always be there. Unlike them hoes out there. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been hurt too many times, Briff. We've been hurt too many times. Oh, you good? Yeah, I'm right? good. Oh, just you're... getting off the cap. Dang, dude. That that hairline is thinning. It sucks, don't it? Mine's kind of going away, too. Well, it means I got testosterone. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what? wait, your little brother, he went, on, he went back on a mission? Yeah. So he was originally reassigned in Brazil. Well, he was originally assigned in Brazil. Brazil, mm-hmm. Sao Paulo, but due to the virus, same thing that happened to me, he got sent back here, had a few months of just kind of quarantine, I shouldn't say leisure leisure time, but time for the Brazilians to take a beating on the coronavirus, but to just stay safe from it, but now he has the opportunity, and is doing his opportunity in Orem, Utah. Oh, so he's not going back to Brazil at all? Well, that's the thing, is there is a possibility of it. It's very unlikely, but there is still a possibility for him to go back. Oh, that's cool. Did you learn learn, uh, the language of the Philippines? Yep. What is it? It's Tagalog. So, well, it's a little bit slower. What is it? Tagalog. Tagalog? Yeah. Gulag? It sounds like <laughs> it's like Tagalog, the scro- Girl Scout, Girl oh, Scout. Thank you, <laughs> the Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about. Like my English was already jacked up. This is just jacked up a little more. You made it even worse. Oh yeah. Oh, I bet. Especially losing half your face and you can't say the right <laughs> syllables for a while. A little heavy tongue syndrome. Yeah. So how hard was it to learn tag Tagalog? So it's kind of hard because it was a combination of. The native tongue, a little bit of Chinese, a little bit of Japanese, and some Spanish. Jeez. What? That sounds hard. <laughs> well, like... Ex- okay. Are the Philippines and Mexicans of Asia? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Someone else has made that statement now. Are they really? They are pretty they, much are. They, man. Because they, they were ruled for 400 years way back when. By China? By Spain. Oh, really? Yeah. So now you know the Philippines. You got a little bit of Filipino in you now, huh? Do you feel like you got a little bit of Filipino in you now? Filipino? You're not really Filipino until you eat a dog. So, yeah, I feel Filipino. You eat a dog? Three times. Dude, everybody I know. I I only know one other person that went to the Philippines, but he also ate a dog. said it wasn't that bad, but he just felt bad because it was a dog. Yeah, you feel bad when you're eating man's best friend, but then again, it's like... Did you see the dog you ate? No. Could you have Could you have eaten the dog if you had, like, seen it prior and played with it, pet it, and then you're eating it? Well, it depends on how hungry I was that day. Because you can do that with a cow. Y- yeah. You can pet a cow and then eat it, like, that night. You're not going to feel bad about it. But something about a dog... Because it has, like... It shows emotion in its face. Cows don't show emotion in their faces. It's a cow. 
Yeah, exactly. The dogs are nice. They're always happy. You know, happy-go-lucky. Get a stick. You throw a stick at it, and it fetches it. You know, he's like, it's your buddy. He's your little friend. Unless it's an a-hole like the one that bit me, but hey. It... How, was that? How did that go? How did that go about? What happened? I like got did you piss into... off a dog? No, I didn't mean to. We... So what they have, what they call is skinnies, and in the Philippines, there's millions of people living there. But the entire island, if you were to compact it down, is about the size of Utah. Oh. So it's not that big, mm-hmm. but since people are pretty much just stacked together close by, we have places called skinnies, which are kind of like alleyways, but there's no pavement. It's just pure dirt and rocks. And apparently I got in a road of one of the dogs and it decided, hey, I'm going to bite you. Where did it bite you? It bit me right on the shin, which pissed me off. So I football kicked that sucker right in the rib cage. Now, is your face messed up at this at this point? Mm, no, this was about a year later. Dude, you got the crap beat out of you in the Philippines, man. Eating dog, got bit by a dog, your face got all mashed up. No, I'm you not... had to learn Spanish. Asian Spanish. You had to learn Asian Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Philippines, they have over 180 dialects. and You're like, what are you talking? I didn't learn this thing. <laughs> Please stop talking so fast. <laughs> was there a lot of that? Was there a lot of... They talk way when, too fast, and you're like, bro, you need to stop. Yeah. Uh, when you first start, it's just your brain hurts. Like, some of the words I understood because Spanish, mm-hmm. of course, just yeah. a different way of saying it. But past that, I was like, I have no idea what you are saying. All I know is yes, no. When I first, of course, on my first day, I was like, I'm going to die here. (laughs) This is where my story ends. Nice. (laughs) I never make it back to Idaho. Yeah. Never see another Eastern Idaho State Fair. Did you have a, what's it called? Bullet or gullet? Balut. Balut. Yeah. Did you have balut? Drink it like a shot of whiskey. Oh, did you? Oh, man. How's it taste? Did you have beak? Did you get the beak? Yeah, of course. Oh, man. How old was the, the egg? So, for people... Guess, explain what balut is. So what balut is, is it's a fermented duck egg, which they bury in the ground for oh so many days, eight, usually 18 to 21 days, depending on how soft or how firm you want the chick inside. Mm. What they call sisu, which is the chick. Sisu? Sisu. Oh, sisu. Okay. And after that, they boil the egg, and then what you do is you crack it open, you slurp the chick... <laughs> oh man like an oyster and then you eat the rest of the egg but there's like beaks and bones and little, well it depends on what day. usually if it's 19 to 20 days perfect feathers in it so little feathers 21 22 days that's when you get like feathers beak bone is that like the men that's what the men eat no the men eat the one day chicks like whole like they're walking around Alive? Like, as in, they are born, they stick them on a fryer, they stick them in their mouth. Man. It's messed up. <laughs> it's like a chicken nugget. Okay. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I guess I guess it's not that bad if you think about it. I mean, we, we eat grown chickens all the time. It's not that I don't... It's not that I hate that it's a baby chicken. It's, it's that... It's that it's just has feathers on it i think it's the only the only qualm i have with it yeah it's the texture i could i'm not i don't care about the the what's the word i'm looking for age no not the age the uh what is it 
man, I I hate this. I need a guy right next to me that has just a dictionary. <laughs> Because I'm dumb <laughs> and I don't know words half the time. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't care the, the efficacy. I could care less about the efficacy of eating a baby chicken. It's the feathers that get me. It's the, it, it, it if, he, if it took the feathers off, I think I could do it. And take the beak off too. I don't, I don't mess with the beak. I can't eat the beak. Well, I don't think you'd be eating chicken heads like I did. You ate a whole chicken head? Yeah. Uh, was it was it alive? Was it bleeding still? Uh, no, they cooked it on a ghetto grill, and I just ghetto grill, huh? No, I'm talking. It's pretty much like your choir stand that they set up. They either have an electric fan or a little bamboo fan that they wave over top of hot coals to cook hot dogs, chicken guts, livers, feet, the head. Yeah, I'm a, I like chicken feet. Chicken feet's good. Oh yeah, I like chicken feet. You got to get the Adidas in. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Three stripes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but chicken heads, bro? It's not as bad as you think. I don't like I'm, the beak. It's just the beak. Why, why would you want to eat the beak? Well, like, you're not supposed to eat the entire head. Like, There's you no can, nutritional value. You can suck the brain out of the eye socket, so it's... <laughs> I know, I'm going right into it. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, you can suck the brain out. I love that. Did you feel? Did you feel powerful? Did it feel wrong? No, I was hungry. No, I I'll, guess I guess if you're hungry enough, anything's good, huh? Yeah. Was that the? Okay, so dog and chicken head. They also eat a lot of blood. Are they vampires? It's like it's like gel like gelatized blood. It, what's what's the, what's the blood from? What's pig. F- pig. Pig yeah. blood. I can't. Uh, I mean, I don't like pork. <laughs> I, I don't like pork <laughs> in general. I don't think I could. I don't think I could have blood. Did you have it? Oh yeah, coagulated yeah. blood, huh? Dinuguan. What is that? What they call it? Yeah. Dinuguan. Dinuguan. What? Dinuguan. Dinuguan. Mm. That's not the one I want. <laughs> I don't want to have that at all. <laughs> that sounds gross, man. I mean, I mean, Mexicans eat weird stuff too, though. We have eyeball tacos. Tacos de cabeza. That's just you put a, a cow head inside of a steamer and then steam it and then you take the meat off of the head and yeah. then eat the tail too. I think everybody eats weird stuff. It's just it just depends on where you're at. The the balut. What is it? The balut. Balut. Balut is just. I don't. I want to have it. I want to try it. Could you, could you make it? Do you think you could make it? I think I could find it for you. No. Could you make it though? Probably. We just get some. What, what do we need? We need some eggs. You need that ferment, be fertilized. Ferment. Yeah, fertilized duck eggs. You bury it in the ground for a few days. Does it have to be a duck egg? It could be a chicken egg if you want. Did they have? Chick, did they have options? Mm, not as much, but certain areas you could buy it in the freezer section. But yeah. they have them. What? I'm you, not. You can buy them in a freezer section. Oh yeah. Man, I want to go to the Philippines, man. Philippines sounds dope. That's on my bucket list too. Sounds like my Go. people. <laughs> Just having fun. Just oh. a bunch of Asian Mexicans running around Dude. eating chickens and eggs that are fertilized already. That's me, bro. That's me. You'll How crazy one. did it get? How crazy? Come on, give me some crazy nights. Did you have some crazy nights like bullet shots and shit? Um. Yeah. There's a. It wasn't like stabbings, but I've had. Oh my gosh. So the weird thing is in the Philippines, their pastimes are basketball, which. 
over soccer or anything like that. They have boxing, drinking, of course, but karaoke. Really? Karaoke. Dude, that's like perfect for you because you love singing. But did you go up? Did you go up a couple of times? Yeah, a few times, a few times. What'd you sing? Um, it de- it just depended on what I was feeling that day. I learned a couple of Tagalog songs, but but nothing. don't don't they sing like American music? Oh yeah, they listen to American music all the time. They were listening to Old Town Road when I was there. Really? Oh yeah. How did you react to that? Did, did you, did you I was like I was I was bopping to you it. You bop to it? Really? I bopped to it. Huh. It took me a while to get into it, but it is it was a it was it was a good song. Did and they sang Old Town Road? Oh yeah. They sang everything. From like Wait, old how were you allowed to go out to like karaoke bars? We didn't go out to karaoke bars, so how they would do it is they would have they called it videoki because they would buy the T V by the stand. They would take it to their houses, they would pretty much order it for the night mm-hmm. for birthday parties, debuts when girls turn eighteen, kinda like a quinceanera. Uh huh. Uh, funerals they would do it for school parties and and then they would you're like let me on this hoe <laughs> let, me, let me let me get let, up let there me, let me just spit some let fire. me just show you guys what america's about let me show you guys what this country boy is about to do what did you sing what did you, let me know I, what you sang dude i sang a little bit of adele i sang a little bit of fallout boy adele and fallout boy what a combo oh yeah it's a strange I, combo dude i want to hit some hit him with some country man do uh what is it friends in low places friends in low places dude they don't have country music what do you mean they have they, american music they have american music but they don't have country music they have old 70s 80s 90s music but no no country no george Strait, no nothing like that billy carrington they don't know what billy carrington is they're missing out. they're missing out on some billy carrington oh yeah i recently fell in love with billy carrington don't you're do don't by Billy Carrington. Oh, it gets you right there, Hits right, the in, right in the heart, right in the heart, man. I, I could. I, I've heard. I've heard Balut is a very good hangover cure. That's the only reason I'm willing to try it. Is that I've had a couple of mad hangovers and I'm willing to try anything. Yeah. To get to get rid of it. I've never had a hangover before, but <laughs> I will say this: it so will wake you up. It will wake you up. Really? Oh yeah. It'll give you that go-go juice. Describe the taste. So it's essentially like a boiled egg, but minus the fact that you have the chalky yolk in the center. Because usually when you have a boiled egg, you have that chalky yolk mm-hmm. feeling. Yeah. And no one likes that. If- uh, You're wrong, sir. I do enjoy a yolk every once in a while. Really? Yeah. What are you talking about? I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not basic. I'm one of these basic hoes out here. Just, <laughs> just eating egg whites. Okay, okay. The yolk makes you a man. Oh, okay. I'm talking about the boiled part. I'm not talking like cooking scrambled eggs. Mm. But minus that, you would replace that yellow yolk with an oyster, and you would just suck that sucker down real fast. There's no chewing involved? If you want to chew, you can choose. But for me, I just tip back and let it rip. I think you got to chew it, dude, to be be considered a true Filipino. You got to chew it. And just like like fear factor it, just you gotta hear the crunching. Of You'd the bones actually be surprised how many Filipinos don't like balut. Yeah, I no, I can see why anybody wouldn't like balut. Rev, I don't. It's 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 not a food you would like want to eat. Some dude was very drunk 
and was like, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat an egg that's been fertilized. Or he cracked it. He was getting an eggs, cracked the egg, and saw there was a baby chicken there. And he went, you know what? Screw it. Screw. It. I'm gonna eat this baby chicken egg. And he ate it, and he was like, take this out. <laughs> and then all of his other drunk buddies started eating it. That's the only way I can see it happening. I don't think a master chef was like. Let's get some eggs. <laughs> All right. That's Put it in the ground. Let it ferment for a while. <laughs> and then if you really want to have like make it really gross, make it have feathers and, and a beak. Oh, and then they have an extra sauce to it if you can't handle just plain egg. Give me what is it? It's vinegar, chili, like cut up chili. Okay. Onion, garlic, salt, pepper, and a little bit of oil. A little bit of cooking oil. Mix it all together, and they would just squeeze it in like almost like a ketchup bottle. That sounds pretty dang good. It's pretty. It is pretty dang good. Yeah, that doesn't sound. I thought it was gonna be bad. I think it'd be like, yeah, they got tofu and they threw it in the trash and left it in there for eight weeks, and then they got the excrement from the tofu, and then that they used that. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was expecting something nah, way nah, worse. Nah, nah. <laughs> they don't do that. They don't do that. They got standards. They have. They have certain standards, dude. Uh, were you in the place where Manny Pacquiao was a senator? I was not. I was oh. on the so- I was on the northern side, but I was luckily put where there's actually a giant tourist spot. It has one of the most beautiful waterfalls there. Bolino. What is it? Bolino. 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 I what? have no idea what it is, but tell me about it. So it's got white sand beaches. It's got Three waterfalls there, a ton of caves, old historic Catholic churches, which you can actually go into and tour while you're having a mass. You can just be touring around on the upper level, taking pictures or whatever. <laughs> I wonder if the Pope knows about that. <laughs> I feel like the Pope would be like, hey, dude, what? no, you can't be taking pictures while we're doing mass. <laughs> and they'd have that. Then they also have their little convenience store right on the outside. Once you're done have a mass you can buy a couple of toys some candy a little bit of balut a little bit of balut if you want to and this is gonna be i mean you choose to answer this if, if you want to because i know you were there doing a, a a holy thing but how was lady scene over there you know you attracted to filipino women i was a villain old man but i'm into a lot more flavors <laughs> now <laughs> <laughs> Man, I've always had that flavor profile. I've always loved it. It's a great flavor. To, it's, I'm, I'm glad you see the beauty in it now. Oh, yeah. There is a lot. Like There's a lot the, of beauty in the world. There is a lot of beauty in the world. I, I, I think that's the best way to put it. I've always, whenever I go to a city or anywhere that's not Blackfoot, Idaho, and I'm walking around, I go, Man, there is a lot of beauty in the world. No matter what race, you can always find them dimes yes for sure dude i think if you went to just a different if you went to any town in the world i don't think there's a town that has just ugly people i think there has to be pretty there's at least one savable attractive person in that town this don't you true. think this is very true this is very true so what do you what do you think makes somebody beautiful what makes somebody what makes somebody beautiful to you what makes them beautiful to me? Yeah. So if we're going to go with either... I can either go personality first or I could go looks first. Let's be shallow. 
Let's be shallow right now. Yeah, let's be shallow. And this is going to be a weird one. Teeth. No, I, I see that 100%. I see that 100%. I got fucked up teeth. Okay, <laughs> but like, I don't know why. <laughs> I'm very attracted to a nice smile. Everybody likes a nice smile. Exactly. Like, I don't care how curvy a girl can be. I don't care how pretty her face can be. If she smiles and them suckers are knocked back into Tuesday. She got halitosis. Like, that's my personal. Because a nice smile means, like, if you can make him smile a lot, you're always going to see a nice smile. Very true. Plus, it works in your favor, too, because if, if, if they're always smiling, their eyes are closed. Exactly. I was about <laughs> to say that. The less they see of you and the yeah. happier you can be. We've, we've seen the same joke. I think everybody's seen that joke. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's a quick plug. Dude gotta say real quick just a shout out if your dad does listen to this ace you badass he's cool he's, you're, i don't know people that do listen to this if you don't know who ace cook is ace cook might be one of the coolest people i've ever met one day he's gonna be on the podcast but right now we have the younger the younger bull as it were his mini clone his mini clone exactly you got the the bald gene sadly what do you think you can just gonna i think you'll ever do that oh yeah I've actually thought of doing it once I got home. I was thinking just, you know what, screw it. I know it's going to be gone sooner or later, so take it all off. Just let it rip. Dude, I know kids that remember, I don't want to say names. There's White? A, you're not supposed to say names for a reason, Rev. Yeah, <laughs> I never said the last name. Yeah, well, he's a Marine. A friend that's a Marine. Okay. And he had great, he had great hair all through when he was young. And then just, he knew he knew what it was going to happen. It's a weird thing, dude. Baldness is so weird with guys because you don't want to give up on it. You're like, it's going to come back. I know it can. And then you start doing the desperate comb over just <laughs> slightly. Just You're just trying to pull it forward as much as you can. You're like, my hairline is not receding. Please let it come forward. Please. <laughs> You're taking all types of weird pills and tinctures and just putting stuff in your hair. But, oh my gosh. Deep I, down, you know, you're like, one day I'm going to have to face this monster. Dude, I have one funny story. And this was actually when I was in the Philippines. One of the girls that was one of the members there as an LDS. But what happened was... She would make fun of me so much because she knew my hair was starting to recede little by little. <laughs> and she would just, she would constantly recommend to me, just put on aloe vera, just put on aloe vera. It'll grow back. I'm like, does it look like I care? <laughs> You're like, the science doesn't add up, lady. <laughs> okay, look, coconut oil, aloe vera, whale sperm, I don't care what it is. It's not actually going to grow back, okay? Like, genetics. It's, like, gen it's genetics. I think my my dad's got a receding hairline and his hair. I, but I don't think I'll go bald, thankfully. But I think my hairline is going to go back a little bit. And I've already made – I've been like, dude, I don't care. If I want to, why? You're like, why do I care if I'm bald or not? I've looked at myself bald already. I don't look half bad. I look, I look normal, you know? It's not like – I look like a human being. Yeah. It's not, not it's nothing crazy. I look like a created character. What's the only fun part about having hair is you can do different styles with your hair. You can color it, you can style it, but past yeah. that. <clears throat> After that, it's kind of a nuisance. If you're working a lot, if you have long hair, dude, it sucks. It's awful. Kind of like how my little brother was. 
his golden locks. I didn't see them. I didn't see when he had super long hair. It was magnificent. Was it? Be like, you lucky son of a gun. <laughs> I actually hope he keeps his hair. I hope that genetics just somehow skip right over top of him. Sometimes they do. Dude, genetics are weird. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a scientist, but I know that genetics are weird as hell. Because sometimes the dads are bald and the kids end up having luscious hair. Sometimes dads are white and the kids end up being black. That's cheating. <laughs> 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 we don't know all the science yet. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say sometimes it's not science, and it's pretty clear-cut what happened. Mailman. Yeah, mailman. Or oh, the milkman. Oh. You remember having... I, I, I wish we had more like milkmen, because I used to be a thing where people used to deliver milk to people. You don't hear of a milkman anymore. No, you don't. You hear FedEx, UPS. Dude, I bet they got some pretty funny stories. Oh, I can only FedEx imagine. guys. I have a family member that's he, he works for one of those companies and about every time I ask him I go hey dude you ever had like a experience you know what I'm talking about wink yeah. wink you ever had an experience you know he says no but I think he just can't tell me but I will always ask him hey man you know I you bet you he me. says it with a smile on his face like yeah, nah yeah. nah nothing, nah, nothing. nothing. It's, it's one of those things like you know when you talk to your dog when you're alone you're like hey can you talk if you can talk like tell me I won't tell anybody that's kind of how I feel those conversations are it's where it's like just hush hush no yeah, one needs dude, to know no one has to know have you, you have you ever done that have you ever had those experiences with your dog <laughs> you're alone dude, sometimes just I, look at him like hey just talk to me I know you can I've you've seen the dog the outside curly I've always thought like he always looks like a human his eyes I look into him I'm like I know I know you're a person somewhere deep down you're just hiding you're like I know you'll just feed me and love me if I don't say anything. Yeah. How would you react if your dog started talking? What would you do? I'd be stoked. I'd be like, okay, first off, what the F, dude? Like, you can talk this entire time. Why haven't we had, like, conversations? Exactly. Or, like, dude, you've seen some sh- you've seen some stuff from me, and I'm sorry, the things you've seen. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's outside, so he doesn't see on the inside. I have a... I have a <laughs> I have a story with with a dog, and <clears throat> yeah, well, no, I'll tell the story. I think people. So if if you don't want to listen to anything that's adult, please just tune out now. We'll we'll finish up. I'll I'll, I'll tell this story, okay? <laughs> so I was uh, it was a while ago, and I'm a young adult, and young adults go on dates. And dates often lead to other things, right? So, I went on a date. It's a girl I met from Tinder. And we go back to her place. <laughs> and, uh... Ooh, saucy. Stuff happens. Stuff stuff ends up happening. And I go to the bathroom. I'm, I'm naked, right? And I'm, I'm, I'm taking a whiz. And as I'm taking a whiz, I look, I look down in between my legs. Kind of like a cartoon. You know, like a bullet passes through their legs. And then they look <laughs> underneath. To look at the bullet go behind them. Yeah. So that I'm doing that, and I'm looking down, and I see a dog just looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> this dog, this dog's like, he's doing that face <laughs> where he's he's looking at me, and he looks away, and he looks back at me, and his ears are down, and he's just he's waiting for me to get out. <laughs> he's like, you scarred me yeah. enough. I, I and dude, I <laughs> I couldn't look that dog in the eye for the rest of the time I was there. So. I close the door. I uh, I go to the girl. I'm very very cordial. I go, hey, 
Your dog saw me naked. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to do with this information, but I think me and your dog should not see each other for a while. <laughs> <laughs> like we need to be separated for a little. Yeah. And and I, and I left shortly after that because <laughs> I couldn't be there, dude. <laughs> I can only imagine what that dog was thinking. Like, yeah, dude, so those dogs. I bet your dogs have seen some of the weirdest things from humans, but we don't. We can't. We can't do anything because we're like, he's not gonna say anything. He's not gonna say anything. He's yeah, not gonna talk. Yeah, in all reality, they're just like, they're just taking notes. I'm like, planning I'm just, your demise. You know, biting my time right now, dude. If anything, I'd imagine a cat would do that, like plan your demise over a dog. Yeah, cats are dicks. Everybody, nobody likes. I, I mean, cats are cool. I like having a cat, but you always hear that cats are evil. They're mean. Cats are a holes. That's just. If a cat was the size of a dog, that cat would eat you. Ever heard of a savannah cat? They're bigger than a dog. I haven't heard of a savannah cat. I believe it's Bones Jones that has one. It can literally stand on the ground and on his countertop, just posted up. It's a big mother lover. Dang. Would you want to have a cat like that? Actually, I would. I'd just train it like a dog. You're not scared of it eating you? Because cats have more killer instincts, man. I forgot to mention this as well. I had two snakes living in my bed when I came home one day. So I'm... There's not a whole lot that surprises me. In the Philippines? Yes. Dude. (laughs) Were they poisonous? They're big black snakes. But were they poisonous? I think they were caught mouth, so yes. Oh. <laughs> and we ended up no. killing one of them with a mop with a mop handle. So. Oh my! Oh, how did you know they were in there? Were they underneath the covers? Uh, no, because I was about to. Sh- well, one of them was slithered right out of the doorway and went underneath one of the doors to the outside, which was locked. The second one, I went to go change my bed. And it's just lying right there on my bed, just like a big black cord. How 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 long? How long were they? Mm, I'd say from probably like my foot to my hip. So That's around a big it. snake. That's a really big snake. <laughs> and I have I get nervous around snakes, dude. I can't mess with snakes. How, how did you? What did you do? How did you? How'd you get them out? How'd you get them off? Oh, that last one. We killed it. We killed it with a broken broom handle just stabbed its face it slid down there was a wall and we just pool shot that thing until it was filleted <laughs> like a fish <laughs> just pool shot it it was right underneath like a wooden chair and we're just sitting there just did you guys bah, lose bah, your bah. minds everybody losing their minds running around like chickens without heads no i went straight back to sleep after that you went back to sleep? Yes. Oh, dude, i no, i could not go back to sleep after that. I would be awake the whole night. How did you, how did you manage that? It it didn't bug you? No. What? <laughs> Explain. I don't I don't know. Do you, how are to, you not scared of snakes? No, I'm not. There's very little things I'm scared of. What are you scared of, Renee? I mean, Nate Rev. Nate. Are you, no, I'm sorry. What are you scared of, Rev? What's your this, deepest darkest fear? I'm afraid of deep water. Hey, we share that fear. That's a yeah. Because yeah, if I can't see the bottom. Because you know exactly what happened during, especially during wrestling season, when we had to do that swimming practice. Did you drown? Oh, I can't, I can't float to save my life. Really? I don't remember that. Oh, 
You probably didn't re- remember it because I was on the bottom of the pool just running back and running forth. Back and forth. <laughs> By the end of it, I just jump up on one side of the wall and just. Really, dude. Yeah, being being in water is is terrifying to me. And then in a lot of waters, if there's snakes in that water, get out of here, bro. I'm done. The movie Anaconda scared the living bejesus out of me, dude. I only watched it because Jayla was in it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, and then after that, it was I was done. Did not. I was, I, as soon as I saw the first snake, I was like, get out of here. I'm not watching this. I'm not watching this crap. You're like, no, no, not today. So, Rev, a long time, a while ago, we're just going to change gears right here. All right. A while ago, I, I sent you a message, and I asked you a question. And I, I've asked a lot of people this question, and I've asked people on the podcast lately, I've asked this question to, too. So, <clears throat> I think you had a pretty good response. and I, I mean, I can't remember it verbatim, but I hope you remember what you, what you answered if you remember what I asked you, okay? I asked you, how do you define happiness? How do you define happiness? I'm asking you now. No, it's all good. Happiness to me is doing something that brings almost like a warmth, like self-joy, a way for you to feel like you've accomplished something, a way for you to feel like you have some sort of security, self-confidence. And happiness doesn't usually come from money, from food, from big houses, or a physical object. But it's that feeling of self-accomplishment to where that you know that you've done something that has either helped someone else or has brought yourself closer to what you want to accomplish. So if you say you're feeling down, one day you're feeling down, how would you go about to make yourself happier? Well, there's always those days, as cloudy as the sky can be, you can always find some little rays of sunshine. So I try to look at the small details that made me happy. Sometimes it might be, hey, because I'm a fan of chocolate milk, I still got a little Nesquik, like, I can still make myself a little cup, like, yeah. be happy. Or maybe I was driving home after a hard day and then turn on the radio and one of my favorite songs is on. Just the simple things like that can bring happiness. And if you always focus on the negativity, you're only going to be negative and it's only going to bring you farther down. That being said, you don't want to forget the negativity, but you want to fuel from it. So then you have more reason to be happy. Finding joy in the little things. Just a nice cup of chocolate milk? Shoot, dude. I'd make anybody's day better. I think that's that's a dang good way to put it, Rev. And I think it's a dang good place to end it because we did an hour and 15. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dude, thank you for having me here. Thank you for coming on. Uh... I wish you luck on your videos that you're going to be releasing. I'm hopefully everybody that listens to this, you know, will follow you and support you in your journey. Cause I sure as hell am, you know, that smiles right there. Uh, if you have anything you want to say, anything you want to add, anything you want to leave off on, I give you this time to, to, you know, use the mic. All right. All yours. I'll just probably have a little say in on this is I know it's not, anything special right now but anything you want to do 
you're able to do it and coming from battling all sorts of animals and infections you're able to push through it it may seem it may suck right now it may be hard right now but you just got to find that little cup of chocolate milk throughout your day and just keep going at it because the ordinary can become extraordinary that's perfect find your cup of, find your cup of milk people all right rev thank you for being on man give me some skin signing out punch that ticket Woo! that was good <laughs>